Welcome to Creative Video Techniques Part 4, Location, Set Dressing and Wardrobe. Can you believe we've reached the fourth and final instalment in this little mini-series on creative video techniques? Time flies when you are making movies, right? Well, in the first three episodes, I covered a lot of ground. We talked about performance, music, lighting, graphics, camera angles and narration. But there's still a few more creative techniques that you can utilize to push your video story forward. Things like location, set dressing, and wardrobe. And yes, wardrobe, a very big personal favorite of mine. What can I say? I'm a girl who loves to shop. So I do promise that wardrobe really can enhance the overall production value of your video. But I am also going to tell you how, along with location and set dressing, you can make your production shine. So I'm really glad that you've joined me today on the Moonshine Moonshot podcast because I explore all the things that can help you make great videos. Because let's face it, nobody sets out to make a boring video, but that is exactly what can happen when you don't have all the information you need to make a great one. Sometimes just a few small pointers can take a dull video and really make it shine online. I've been creating video content for well over a decade and this podcast is where I share all the things that I've learned so you don't have to learn it all yourself. You can get straight in the fast lane and make your own great videos. Now, if you prefer to have visuals, you can easily watch the companion videos over at the Moonshine Communications Academy YouTube channel. Just head over to YouTube and type Moonshine Communications Academy into the YouTube search bar and up will pop the channel with all the episodes ready for you to watch. So let's get into it. Location, location, location. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm about to host a hot property show. So what do you need to know to choose a good location for your video? That's what I'm talking about, not talking about selling property, talking about location for your video. So if you're creating a video on a tight budget, you might not be able to afford the most outstanding film location. And in an ideal world, we could all set off to Capri or Saint-Tropez for a shoot for our next passion project and call it work. And I cannot complain because I have been very lucky to travel all over the globe making documentaries from remote communities in the top end of Australia to apartments in the heart of Kuala Lumpur and the bustling streets of New Delhi. And I have also spent weeks and weeks in tropical Fiji filming surf contests. I know. And what I would give for a tropical break from bleak Melbourne right now. But it's a big part of the reason why I love my job so much. For example, for Conquering Cancer, we actually filmed across six continents. We didn't quite get all the way to Antarctica, but perhaps on another time because it makes for an incredibly diverse visual journey for the audience. And by the way, if you haven't seen Conquering Cancer, you can watch it on Vimeo On Demand. So I'll put those links somewhere where you can find them. However, I digress because unless your video story is specifically tied to the Italian Alps or a French experience, a European or exotic location probably won't make a lot of sense for your video project. And I am all for playing around with your filming location to make your videos more visually stimulating and exciting, 
but the right location will usually come back to what your video is actually about. What is the story? If your video calls for a hospital setting, for example, wheeling a hospital bed into your boardroom probably won't cut it as a location. Wherever you set up the scene, it has to make sense for the story that you're telling. There have been many occasions where I've been filming interviews and chosen an outdoor location or a balcony overlooking a skyline or even something really generic because we just haven't been able to get access to a better suited location. And that's okay as long as the setting makes sense for what it is that you're talking about on camera. Just remember that if you can't film in the location that you originally planned for, Just be sure to tweak your story accordingly. An example of this, if you're filming a gardening video and the episode is all about landscape gardening and say you've gotten permission to film in a beautifully landscape garden that was designed by the person that you're interviewing on camera, but come shoot day, it is torrential rain. Can you do the shoot inside and put some gardening books on a table that's going to appear in shot? Or could you set dress with some potted plants? Then could you arrange to go back on another sunny day and capture some B-roll shots to use as overlay? Some other tips with locations are to get establishing shots. And as I talked about in part one, drones are a great way to capture an establishing shot because they can fly overhead and they just seem to be able to capture the most amazing scenery that you just can't do without a helicopter. But if you don't have a drone or a helicopter, you can still get some really good shots of any location that you're filming and you can use them as cutaways or you could grab some cutaway shots of the local area or some wide shots of the setting, just a way to establish that location. A studio shoot can also still be a great location. It just depends on the story that you're telling. And this is where we get into set dressing. So you can have a lot of fun with set dressing. And believe me when I say that you don't have to get all that fancy with your filming location. In fact, we shoot every episode of the Moonshine Moonshot series on the same set at our HQ here in Melbourne. If you're a regular viewer, you would probably have noticed this, but there are some subtle ways that you can play around with the set dressing to keep things a little bit more interesting for your viewers. If you film a regular video series like we do, simply switching out your props can make a really big difference. One of the things that we do is we change up our background poster artwork each week, but you could also use different books or plants or add some visual creativity, you know, even just spinning the camera by 180 degrees to show a different perspective of your set is another way that's easy but effective. So even if you're only making a one-off video, the same points apply. And learning to set dress is an important skill to develop if you're planning on making more videos in the future. So here are a few tips to consider when you're dressing your next set. Utilize props that add depth and texture, things like art, plants, knickknacks and books. You want your set to give your viewer a clear understanding of what the scene is about. So ensure that your set reflects your video's story. 
going back to the example I shared before about landscape gardening, say you can't do the filming outdoors in a landscaped garden, but could you use some really nice coffee table books about landscape gardening and have them sitting in shot to give context to why you're using that particular set to film that interviewee? And the other tip I've got about this is always check your framing. Sometimes the prop that you think is really subtle is sitting towards the front of the shot and it's actually going to appear really prominent and big in shot and you won't realise until you're in the edit if you don't check the frame carefully before you roll camera. So always have a look through the camera before you finalise the setup of your shot. Set dressing and set design are a very specialised area, but that doesn't mean you can't do it yourself. Play around with it, allow time in the setup to make sure you can get creative with how things look, and remember to check the frame to make sure everything looks good before you roll camera. Okay, just before I move on to tip number three, if you've got any questions about anything I've been talking about or techniques that I've shared in other episodes, just head over to... Instagram and you can direct message me or leave a comment on at Moonshine Communications Academy. That's the best way to find me and leave your questions. All right, so next topic, how to look good on camera. And no, I don't mean you need to spend hours in hair and makeup or get a spray tan two days before the shoot unless you're an influencer and what you look like is half of the reason why you're on camera. But paying some attention to your wardrobe or your on-screen talents wardrobe really is worth your time. And as much as I hate to say it, image is important when it comes to videos. The wrong wardrobe can be really distracting for your audience and steer their focus away from your key messages. If you've put on some really big chunky piece of jewellery that you threw on at the last minute, maybe it's really going to catch the eye in camera and it'll be just really distracting for your viewer. I mean, if I film Moonshine Moonshot wearing a ball gown from Valentino, oh, that's actually a nice thought, wearing a ball gown from Valentino. But as an audience, you would probably just end up wondering why on earth a documentary filmmaker can afford to wear haute couture while she's doing her day job. So you probably wouldn't take anything I said that seriously, but it would be fun and perhaps I should reach out to them for a brand deal food for thought. Anyway, your choice of wardrobe really should reflect the mood of the scene or the environment that you're filming in, but not completely blend or clash with the backdrop. So you might consider bringing multiple options on shoot day so you can trial a few different looks and see which ones work best. For Moonshine Moonshot, Mike and I usually change outfits for each episode, partly because it helps to make each episode feel fresh and different. Something that I did throughout this four-part miniseries is I tossed that rule out of the window and I wore the same clothes in all four of the episodes. Yes, really, if you've been watching this on YouTube, go back and watch all four episodes now and tell me if you even noticed. I was partly inspired to do this by Lisa Wilkinson because she has this story about how she was absolutely slammed for wearing the same top twice within a few months on the Today Show that when she was the host. But her co-host, Carl Stefanovic, wore the same suit every single day for weeks and nobody noticed. So I gave that little trick a whirl on these episodes and you will notice that Mike, my co-host, changed his outfit every episode instead. But some other basics about wardrobe are 
Stripes and small prints can look really odd on camera. They can be really hard on the eyes and they can do this weird kind of thing where they just look really strange. So solid colors generally work better than prints, particularly small prints. So I would also, as I said before, bring a few options on shoot day because you may have the perfect green top that you absolutely love and you discover when you're on set that the plant behind you is the same shade and the top disappears into it on camera. Or perhaps you're wearing a really nice crisp white t-shirt. I mean, that's got to be a safe bet every time, doesn't it? But maybe you're being filmed on an all-white wall and then you just disappear into the wall and so on. Now, another tip, and I'm not suggesting that you should do this, but this is something that I've discovered for myself. I find heavier makeup is better on camera. When I wear my usual foundation that I wear every day, I can look really pale and washed out. So I've found it's better to wear a shade that's a bit darker than my normal everyday color, and it really does help with that. And I also wear face powder so I don't get too shiny. But they're just my personal choice. You do not need to wear makeup at all if you don't want to. But makeup artists are also pretty amazing, so you might even want to get a makeup artist for your shoot. Now, are you ready to get more creative with your camera? Are these techniques that I've been sharing with you getting you inspired? The team here at Moonshine Agency and I pretty frequently use all of these techniques to keep our videos fresh, engaging and creative. So I really do hope you found this mini series helpful and definitely I hope it's been inspiring. Here's what we've covered in all four parts in case you want to go back to episode one. I talked a lot about camera angles, camera movements and specialty shots. In part two, I talked about performance narration and voiceover and sound effects and then in part three it was lighting graphics and music and as you know today part four it was location wardrobe and there was something else I talked about that's how much my brain is like a sieve okay it was location set dressing and wardrobe these were my final three tips for today so I hope you found that really useful But before I sign off, I do want to reiterate that incorporating any one of these techniques that I've mentioned throughout the series into your video project will pay off and it makes sense as long as it makes sense with your story. There's just no point filming in a trendy underground warehouse if your video is about primary school education. So just think about what your video story is and what's going to make the most sense. Now, I'd also love it if once you've shot your videos, you share the links with me because I would love to see what you're creating as well. And if you're up for more learning, that is fantastic. Just join me over at the Define Your Ideal Audience course, which I have created, which you can find over at Moonshine Communications Academy. That is where I put a lot of the content that I've produced, moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com. And Define Your Ideal Audience is all about helping you figure out who your project is for so that you can have a really successful release when you get to that part. Anyway, you can learn lots more and in Roll over at moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com. Otherwise, I will be back next Tuesday with some new ideas, new topics on how to make great videos. Speak to you then.